It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Tag foreplay starring the shipwrecks. Number 61. It's March 31st, 2009. I'm your host, Mrs. Shipwreck. And I am Shipwreck. And I've got a show dedication this week. <laughs> show dedication? Yeah. This is the first. Only in Casey Kasem now, or what? Well, no. I, you and I had a good laugh this week about the patient of mine that had the best cat name ever. This could be a weekly segment. Like the best cat name of get, the week? Do you get enough of these? Best pet name of the week? Well, I had two. I had two this week. Okay. And the first one was a little boxer puppy named Slim Sadie, which I think is – I think it's it, a great name. It's cute. It's it's okay. Yeah. But the best one, which is a cat name. This one's good. I like this one. Is Tum Tum Monster Destroyer. That's a good name. And, and what's even better about it is when it's on the tag. Tum Tum on one side and Monster Destroyer on the other. It sounds like it could be an Atlas game. Well <laughs> – and the funniest thing was this little kitten is a beautiful little, like, medium-haired calico female cat. Like, the sweetest thing ever. Monster Destroyer. We that's All day a, long, we're name. like, Tum Tum, Monster Destroyer. And then we were calling her Tum Tum MD. Very nice. Like, do we have monsters in the house? Because we got Monster Destroyer. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that would make you feel safe as a kid. It it. It, take care of all those monsters under the bed or in the closets or whatever. You just throw the cat in there. And... Right. It made me laugh. I, I thought it was the best cat name I think I've ever come across. All right. Well, we'll try to find another good one for next week. Okay. I, I will. I'll Each week I'll, I'll dedicate the show to the, my patient of the week. Yeah. That maybe makes me a little less depressed hearing that. I, I, I'm pretty depressed because John Calipari. Oh, I was like <laughs> – yeah, I had already blocked it. I didn't think we were going to talk about this. I can't block out of my head. Yeah. Well, this is why we didn't have a show last night. Because you come home, you send your set your stuff on the counter. Hey. And my first thought is, crap, you lost your job. What are we going to do? Worse. What's wrong? <laughs> Nothing. What's wrong? John Calipari's going to UK. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm not too happy about that. Well, it's not just that he's going to... UK is that he's taking all his recruits with him. Well, they're at least not going to be going to Memphis. I, I graduated from the University of Memphis, for those that do not Don't know. Don't understand why you care that much about a Conference USA team. Yes, yeah. which is what they are now. Just a Conference <laughs> Just USA. Just a Conference USA team. Right. It's pretty frustrating because uh, not that our listeners care about cats or college basketball in the no. least, probably. Mm. No, but this is what it's been going on in our lives. Yeah, um, yeah next year they were going to have a pretty good shot at, at – Winning a national championship because they had the number one recruiting class coming in. Yep. And now we have nothing. Right. And and you that's, have three that's three scholarship sad. players and a walk on. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but this I'll try not to be depressed the whole episode. Yeah, you can't be depressed. I'm not going to bring the whole thing down. Hopefully. No. Just think about Tum Tum Monster Destroyer. It makes me smile. Can I throw him at John Calipari's face? <laughs> no, he's a monster destroyer. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm pretty <sighs> sure it only applies to monsters. Okay. I guess. I don't know. 
Um, anyway, last episode, we talked about a lot of stuff. It was our first episode in a while, so let's review some of the things we talked about. Um, you brought up the original Legend of Zelda, and you made a comment about having to kill yourself to save, which we got a nice post from King Broly, who said, I'm about to blow your mind here, Shipwreck. In the original Zelda, you can save the game without killing yourself. You have to go to the item menu and then press the select button. Which I never would have instinctively done. I would have hit select in the game. Nothing. Crap. Yeah. Uh, you're about 25 years too late for me on this. <laughs> or, now you know. It's one of yeah, those now where, you know. Where were you like when I was like seven or something? Whenever I was playing this game. But, how did your friends not know it? Did no one know how to save that you hung out with? Apparently I, not. I guess not. It's really going to upset me if, if you get to keep all your hearts if you save like that. Because every time you killed yourself to save, you, oh, yeah, you start you off with three, three hearts. <gasps> oh, King yeah. Broly needs to comment on that. We'll, we'll wait. We'll wait for his, his response comment. Uh, we also talked about Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection, which we had been in, enjoying, and Thorbon 3 and Cow Cow? Cow Cow. Cow Cow. Both got on us for talking bad about Sonic 3 and the Sega CD. Cow Cow said, I almost have to wonder if they were mistakenly talking about Sonic 3D Blast. Since we, Shipwreck... we weren't. No, we were not. Since Shipwreck was saying something like, this is when they were trying to 3D stuff on the Genesis while pushing the Saturn and the Sega CD. The only 3D effects I know of in Sonic 3 are the special stages, and really I can't see how hating that optional part would warrant use of the awful label for the entire game. Okay, now... It's as 3D far as within 3D, the level. A yeah, bit. it's it's like they were trying to make 3D backgrounds in a 2D game almost. Like yeah. it, it's just there's so much going on on the screen at once. And if we were talking about CD, Sonic 3D Blast, I would have hate that even more. Right. Because I did play that game when I was and it, growing and up, and it is awful. And that game is absolutely awful. Um, Sonic 3, I maybe we were slightly too hard on it, but I don't think so. It's not as good as Sonic One and Sonic Two. I agree. Um, He also agreed on the Sega CD. It had Snatcher, Sonic CD, Out of This World 1 and 2, Flashback, Popful Mail, Lunar 1 and 2, Shining Force CD, etc. Yeah, the the problem with that is those are not the Sega CD games that I had. No, you had... (laughs) I had Sonic CD. That's an excellent game. And I love the Sega CD to begin with. I just made a off-the-cuff remark about it last week, I think, because the games that I had and that I love... At four, were all the full motion video games. Yeah. So it was the Wireheads and the Slam City with Scotty Pippen, yeah. which is absolutely horrible, but it, I still love playing it. And you still like the Sonic CD or the uh, Sega CD? Yeah, the Sega CD. I got a lot of those games from when uh, Funko Land was clearancing them out. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, games. they were, they were like just disc only for like a buck a piece. Yeah, we have a ton of them. And so I, I was picking up all those and Snatcher and Popful Mail and stuff were not in there. And those are really expensive now. Those are like 60 to $80 games at least, which I already have all these horrible Sega CD games. Why would I need the good ones? Right. They're just going to tarnish it for me. <laughs> uh, Cube OO also commented, do you think that with games like Mad World and House of the Dead Overkill, this will increase the amount of mature games that come out for the Wii? In addition, do you think games like these will help Nintendo slash Wii move away from the kitty slash casual gamer image? No. No, no. Um, if, if Nintendo knows what, what they're doing, they will 
not decrease the amount of kitty casual game image that they're creating because that's their target. That's their niche. And if you have a niche, you're always going to have business. Yeah, I agree with that. But I think at the same time, they've reached such a huge audience that there is room now for these mature titles. And you're going to see Absolutely. a few more of them. But but I don't think they're going to move away from the image that they've created. Oh, no, no. It, it's not going to change people's perception of what the Wii is. It's a casual console. It is. But on that console, you're going to be able to find some more hardcore gaming experiences like House of the Dead or Mad World. And, I mean, you have a few games coming the out. Gateway. Yeah, the Gateway. The Gateway You have, like, the, con- the Conduit. Into co- real gaming coming out, which is first-person shooter. You've got a new uh, Vanillaware game, the people who did Odin Sphere. Yeah. But even that, it's got kind of a cartoon look, but it is a hardcore game. Um, they're, they're few and far between still. At least they're getting outnumbered greatly by the, the casual-type right. games. But there is enough stuff there for uh, hardcore gamers to play now. Um, so a bunch of people commented on the Lisa Kudrow comment with that commercial that, yes, it's targeted toward women. I saw it again. That was the first time I saw it. And I saw it again. I was like, yeah, because part of the reason is her friend who's playing with her, no one has any idea who she is. Like, Oh, do we not? No, I, I just assumed that is. I didn't know who she no, was. No, but I don't think she's... So Isn't that it, how, is that how all of those commercials are? Because I never know who the second person is in the know. commercials. I don't know. But anyway, uh, Tripmaster Monkey summed it up. While I do find Lisa Kudra attractive, I do agree that the commercial is aimed toward women. Yeah. And actually, I went to uh, – this will lead into the next thing. Yeah, the DSi event. Yeah, I, I went to a Club Nintendo DSi event here in Cincinnati. Uh, and I, while I was waiting in line to actually play the DSi, I was talking to the Nintendo rep that was there. And she's like uh, – I don't know. She's probably in her 40s. Um, and we were just talking about stuff and she's like, yeah, I'm not really a hardcore gamer, but I've worked for Nintendo for, I don't know. She said like 15, 12 or 15 years. So she'd been there a long time and I'm sure she's great at her job, uh, going out to, yeah. I mean, she's, she's a representative in that she goes out and checks on the kiosks and makes sure that their ad space is right. And all the game stops and all the other type of stores. Um, I'm sure she does a great job at her job, but she specifically told me. I didn't bring this up at all. Yeah. She specifically told me that the type of games she likes are the type of games that Lisa Kudrow plays in those commercials. <laughs> Which I didn't know there was more than one Lisa Kudrow commercial, but I don't know. Apparently Maybe, there is, yeah. but she started talking about Professor Late and everything. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is exactly the point I was trying yep, to make on the yep. last episode. No, I agree. I agree. But uh, well, I actually, retract my statement. So what are your thoughts on the DSi? Okay, so I, I got a little bit of time with it, probably about, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. And while it's not – I don't think there's a big enough selling point there to go f- if you have a DS Lite. Right, which we it. do. Yes, but uh, we'll talk about that in one second too. Cause, yeah, because we have more of an incentive. Yeah, we have more of an incentive to do right. that. Uh, the things I do like about it are the screen is bigger. Yeah. Uh, Brightness-wise, I couldn't really tell a difference. I had both my DS and the DSi out next to each other. Um, it's a little bit wider, the whole thing, but it's a little bit skinnier. So right. the dimensions are basically the same. Uh, of course, it doesn't have the Game Boy Advance slot, but it has the SD card slot now. Okay. Uh, which allows you to play MP3s and everything. I really wasn't interested in that. Of course, it has the cameras on it, so you can take pictures. Unless that gets incorporated into games, that's really not going to do much f- that. Yeah. for me either. Um, but I did 
the new interface, um, you can now eject games and insert games without turning off the system. Oh, that's nice. Which is nice. And it, it just has a, the overall menu system. It's better. Is better than what the DS has now. It's got kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of like what you would see on uh, Xbox Live, the old, the blade system kind of, right. where you, you kind of go left to right and it changes as you're going along. Um, it also, they're set up kind of like channels on the Wii now as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the main strengths for me, personally, is that it does support WPA encryption. Which we have an airport. Uh, so. Yeah. I mean, that's what we use on our home network is WPA. Right. Any time I wanted to do something with the DS to get on to download demos off of the Nintendo channel or whatever, I would have to switch our whole network over to WEP. Right. Which, I, that is not worth it to me. No. We uh, never get online with the Wii or the... Well, we get online or with the Wii. With the DS. Yeah, yeah, with the DS. Ever since I switched everything to WPA, I haven't got the DS online at all. Yeah. Um, so there's that, and that's pretty much it, is is the differences between the two. There's not much difference. This one is slicker. It does have a matte finish, so it's not glossy. It doesn't pick up fingerprints, which was nice. I mean, the buttons are the same. The stylus is actually slightly larger. That's good. Which is a plus. Uh, of course, this is $169, whereas the normal DS is $129. So I don't know if there's that extra $40, $40 difference here. But at the event, they did hand out coupons where if I go to that specific GameStop, right. I can get $100 store credit turning in a DS Lite. So then, you'd so only then pay... I don't have to pay $70. Yeah. So for our case, where I want to be able to play these DS uh DSWare games, it's the downloadable games right. for the DS. Just I want to be able to play those. I want to be able to use it online here to play demos. That way I can talk about them on the show and everything. Right. So for us, it makes sense to get one, to trade in one of our DS lights uh, and only pay $70. But usually <laughs> at GameStop, the deal is you get $70 for a DS light. So going for to the event DS. got me $30. For a traditional basically. DS. DS light. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. For the traditional DS, it's it's much less. Lower, yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I met a couple CAGs there, and so we're going to give shout-outs to them. It was uh, Zach Jones and Conman, so Great. it was nice to meet them. And uh, we actually got – I picked up a little bit of DS swag that we'll have a contest for, I guess. So what's the contest? Uh, the contest is simply I'm going to put together a uh, poll and just whether or not you are going to uh, buy a DSi or not. So the swag is a – the swag, there's three, there's three things. Is that what those are called? Yeah, there's a DSi lanyard. There is some DSi magnets. Right. And then there are some Animal Crossing city folk magnets. Very cool stuff. Yeah, so it's just little stuff there. Yeah, but, but it's fun. Yeah, we'll have a poll just to see what everybody's thoughts are on the DSi. The lanyard's pretty nice. It's a I, nice canvas. Not, you know. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's one hell of a lanyard there. It's a, it's a there. nice lanyard. We should talk about that. Look at that. It's nice. It is nice. Nice um, white. What color does the <laughs> DSi come in? Uh, it comes in black and this blue? uh, light bluish color. Um, but we'll have a poll. Obviously, you'll vote in the poll, and then you'll have to post saying what your thoughts are on the DSi. Okay. Because that's the only way I can pick. I can't just go right. from who entered the poll. Right. Uh, so other than that, I think uh, moving on to Down with the Ships, what we've been playing. <laughs> Uh, you've been playing Boing Dokumadaki, uh, which I finally got my review up for. Um, it's a good game. Yeah, I finished that up. Uh, 
I forget how long it took. Did it take like five hours? I think so. Something like that. Um, but there's a full review up on the site for it from you. Yep. And great little uh, puzzle platformer. Peggle Deluxe. We've been playing a lot of Peggle because I had not played Peggle before. And um, we fired up the – what system did we fire up? That would up? be up on the 360. <laughs> fired up the 360. I only know that I have fired the PlayStation up a lot. That is what I know. Yes. Um, but we fired up the 360 and we played Peggle one night like – Ugh. That was iPod. Yes, that, that was that was a cat jumping off our uh, so our graceful. Counter. Let me tell you. <laughs> okay, um, fired up the 360 to play Peggle that one night, and we played for probably like three hours straight. Well, we played we, all the way through the adventure mode right. except for the last level. It was fun. I like it a lot, and it's we just game. take turns. Yeah, I, forth. if nobody still hasn't played Peggle, get on there and play the demo. I'm disappointed least. that they don't have it for my iPhone. They will. Because I would love to play. I would I would pay for that. I'm big on paying for downloadable games on my iPhone because um, I play them a lot. Like, the games that I really like are the ones that I buy. Yeah, and uh, PopCap realizes there's a market there, so right. th- I'm sure they are working so, on that. So, Peggle for the iPhone is my request. Uh, you have been playing a, what I like to call a sleeper hit, which is 50 Cent, Blood on the Sand. I liked how you, got, is, you got the 50 right there, too. I know how to say 50. I would have totally pronounced that 50 Cent. <laughs> Why? Don't you have any pop culture in you? It's uh, fitty. I'm not hip enough. (laughs) You're not. Okay. So anyway, this game is actually a really fun shooter. Yeah, you were... uh... You were asleep on the couch and you woke up and I was playing it. And you're like, like, that looks fun. Yeah, what are you playing? Oh, I'm playing the Fitty Saint game. But it's good. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It it looks... It's entertaining. It's got the right amount of... um, kind of comedy or sarcasm it doesn't take itself too seriously which i think no is it, does, it does not at all it's it's fun it's like you can tell he's a gamer because you can tell he sat down and went oh i want that feature that's fun oh and i want my game to do this yeah oh oh exactly. we need this it's like got a little bit of mixture of all the stuff that you'd like about a game yeah which is it's funny because uh a lot of other podcasts have talked about this and they pretty much said exactly what you just said right there in that it's obvious that 50 cent Played some likes Gears of War a lot, right? Um, and he likes uh, just like crazy explosions and yeah. like he Everything's likes always burning. Yeah, it. He liked. I'm sure he had to play the club. Yeah, because there's definitely does. some of that in there. And the po- the whole poster collecting the posters thing. Mm-hmm. That's just it. It was good. Yeah. Well, I should preempt that by saying that I only paid twenty dollars for it because it was on sale at Micro Center. Would you have paid sixty? Uh, well, no. no, I don't. I can't imagine no. you paying sixty for that the game. But now that you know how good it is, I think people would be satisfied with it at forty dollars. I think forty dollars is good because it does have co op too, which I bought a copy for Wombat as well, so that we could play co op. But he's been on vacation, so right. we haven't tried that out yet. But it's just a fun game. I mean, there's no two cents about it. <laughs> That's how, how long have you had that I didn't, plan? I didn't even want to say it. I heard it coming up in my head. I'm like, that like, is oh, really crap. bad. I am not going to say that. But you, then can, I, you can say fitty, but you can say there's no two cents about it. That is how hip I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I, you have also been playing Sonic in the Black Knight. God help us. <laughs> you thought it was that bad? I couldn't even stand to watch you play it at the end. Well, okay. the end, in quotes. 
turns out you're only halfway through it. And a little really, over halfway through. Really, there was like half the game. But you kept dying and it was boring. And all I just kept hearing the ring sound go everywhere. <laughs> and I'm trying to take a nap. I'm like, turn this crap off. If I woke up and you were playing Fiddy, it would have been fine. But this is like, why are you wasting your time? And then you started getting mad at the game, which... Mm-hmm. Irritates the crap out of me when you will not just put a game down. Oh no, Instead, I'm, I'm going to beat it. Pissed at? Yeah, it. I'm gonna, that's that's been in my trait since Great. I was like five. I know it's really good for me, the person that that lives with you, because mm-hmm. then you're in a crappy mood the rest of the day because Sonic was too hard. <laughs> I beat it. It was one. You woke up. The whole game was not hard, but there is a boss fight. The, the knight that runs at you, and you have to jump on him. Yes, the black knight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you have to uh, – it's basically a quick time event, but you have to time up your sword swings, which you do with the Wiimote. Yeah. In a quick time event, which <laughs> – Is impossible. Wow, that was tough. The Wii controls and quick time events, not good. Yeah, uh, but as a whole, I thought it was an okay Sonic game. It, it's it's the same type of thing as uh, Sonic and the Secret Rings was. Uh, I didn't play that one either. I really haven't either, but it's where you're basically – a corridor door platformer. Like he's constantly running forward. Yes. Um, and I, the one thing I thought was neat about it was that he has a talking sword. And okay. <laughs> yeah, of course that's yeah, that very, sounds neat. Lame. that's, that sounds great. Neat. Uh, neat. 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 Uh, and whenever you swing it or you like do something good, the, the sword talks to you, but the sword comes, his voice comes out of the speaker that's in the Wiimote. So, it's just kind of a, I don't know, it was a neat idea. I liked it. Fair enough. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Manakamiya. I am about 35 hours in. <laughs> no, 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 40. Sorry, 40. Um, and I like it. How's that going for you? you I th- like it. It's a good RPG. It's interesting. I enjoy it. Tell me one interesting thing about it, and let's move on. Um... I like that it rotates because it's set up in like a school. It rotates between going to classes, which are things that like teaches you how to do things in the game, and then having free time in between classes. So then you can just go out and explore and find stuff. And huh. oh, and oh. I like the one other um, thing. Okay, yeah, the it's it's not how you level up per se, but you you have these points that you can attribute to different things so you get all your um, experience points built up and then you can kind of select what attributes you want them to get better at and when so that's kind of fun too there's okay. a whole little map all it's right. i like it well a game that also has that kind of classroom feel yes is is lux pain uh, okay so first we have to go back to lux pain because i had a blog post about the package that we got oh you're getting them out oh yeah no, but I just had Mexican food, and it's sitting happily in my belly. But if you get the mealworms out, it might upset my stomach. Well, which one of us is going to eat them? I'm not eating a mealworm, and you are not eating a mealworm. They look decidedly non-tasty, even though they are Mexican spice. There will be no eating of mealworms in our house. Ingredients, larva, sugar, and corn are the three main ingredients. <laughs> If it weren't for the larva part of that, I would be okay with this. I thought they were candy hearts. The box came out backwards, and it looks just like a box of candy hearts. And I was so excited until I flipped them over, and I have to admit, I screamed. It was a little squeal, but I screamed. 
They, they, yeah, they look very not appetizing. The box is all smushed, like they're gonna be coming out. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, uh, okay. So when I worked okay. at the zoo, mm-hmm. I fed things mealworms all the time. But of course, they were live mealworms, and honestly, I'd be more apt to eat a live mealworm than I would one of those dried up, covered in Mexican spice, whatever that is. Nasty. I mean, they just look disgusting. Wait, you're going to eat a live mealworm? I'm saying no. I'm not going to eat one. <laughs> but I'm saying that live mealworms that were all like healthy and normal looking and not dried out and crunchy look more appetizing to me than what's in that box. Yeah, I don't think I can do it. I thought I was going to try it, but I, I, can't, I can't do that. No, you were not even – you did not even think you were going to try it because you know what? There would be – no. That – yeah. I don't even have a drink in here, so that's not happening. But uh, the reason they sent it to us <laughs> is uh, if I can describe the premise of Lux Pain. Is evil worms take over your body. Yes. They, they infect your soul. And the only gameplay that the game actually has is you waving your stylus wildly on the touchscreen to rid the body of said evil worms. That is the only gameplay. The rest of it is talking. Yes, it's either a, either reading a, or voiceovers. It's a graphic novel in game form. Yeah, what I would compare it to is if you got a graphic novel and every five pages maybe or so, mm-hmm. it was didn't have any color. Right. And so it came with a crayon and your job was to scribble in that page right. and color in that page but let's not and then for- move on. But let's not forget the voiceover is saying things completely different than what you're reading. Yeah, the like- – the, the voiceover part of it is actually really good. The voiceover work and the what they are saying right. is great. The, uh, the, translation. the translation leaves a bit to be desired. And uh, like you just said, the text and what they are saying not only say different things, they have exact opposite meanings in some points. You said that all, uh, there's several times in the game where they'll – just completely get their gender screwed up and yeah, that too. Yeah, refer to a female character as he for like. Yeah, that that happens particularly chapters. with one character. Uh, they got confused on whether he was a he or a she. Um, but as far as like the story and everything, it, it's not it's not bad. I mean, it, it's typical kind of angsty high school, kind of similar to Persona Four, right? Type but of the stuff. Gameplay is not good. There's no gameplay. There, there's absolutely no gameplay. Um, so no matter how good what's there is, does that make sense? No matter how good the stuff that is there is, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It's not a game. Yeah, I'm having a real hard time uh, and all trying the, to. All the mealworms in the world aren't going to fix that. <laughs> no, they, they will not. <laughs> all right, enough about the mealworms. You will write a yeah, – you have to. You have spent yeah. 15 hours in that game. Yeah, that's the other thing. This is a really long game. You're only game. halfway through, right? I'm a little bit over halfway through and I've, I'm 15 hours in. And the last time you sat down to play it, you seriously told me you were going to poke your eyes in with the, the stylus. Well, the, the problem is that it's a game about these worms cause people to, to commit suicide. So when you get the worms out of their heads, that's how you can read their memories. And their memories come up with all these words that shoot across the screen and this mute, moody music. And it's all about, like, I hate myself. I want to die. And <laughs> it's a feel-good game of the year. Yeah, exactly. It's like, wow, th- this is some rough stuff to get through. <laughs> uh, Metal Gear Solid Touch. That was the uh, iPhone Metal Gear game that came out uh, last week. Did you play two it? Two weeks ago. Yeah, I played all the way through it or 
what is there at least. <laughs> it just kind of ends like halfway through the game because the rest of the game isn't finished or out yet. Oh. So they ha- they're going to update it when those levels come out. But it is a – instead of being like a traditional Metal Gear action stealth game, mm-hmm. it's more of a light gun shooter for the iPhone. But – it actually works for me. Like some people have had problems with it. They're like, this isn't really a Metal Gear game. It's not that exciting. For me, this is a perfect type of iPhone game because it's not too complex. Like in order to shoot the people, mm-hmm. you don't just point at them. You have to drag the cursor over to them and then tap on the screen to shoot. And by pulling your finger off the screen and not touching, Snake hides behind cover. So that's how it gets the whole stealth type of thing, kind of. Right. Um, but and then it, to be able to zoom in on people, you do the little pinching like you do on photos on the iPhone, which is a kind of a clever way of zooming and unzooming. Yeah. I, I kind of like it. It's a little bit overpriced. At I think it was eight dollars. But yeah, I, I, I it's kind of fun. Well, good. Um, you also played Ready to Rumble t- Revolution. I want to say Ready to Rumble 2, but no. Ready to Rumble Revolution. Yeah, which, which is... came in the mail. Yeah, Atari sent that to us. Uh, that's for the Wii. That's not good. I know. <laughs> I, I feel bad because they sent us a copy of it. They sent us two copies. We're right. actually giving them one away later in the show. Right. And it's really great of us to talk so highly of the prize. Um, but it, it's... The problem is you can't control it. And everything else about the game, great. But if you can't control it, it makes it really frustrating. Yeah, I mean, it's got – the graphics aren't the best, but they're they're okay for – they look like Ready to Rumble. Yeah. I the mean, same as they always have. Um, it looks visually exactly like Ready to Rumble. Yeah. Uh, it's got these fake celebrities in it, which I could take them or leave them, but they're okay. Whatever. Um it's got – you can create your own boxers. It seems like it has good depth to the fighting system. The problem is the controls are not responsive enough to do what they're trying to do. No, poor Kamish. You guys were playing and you had already played it so you kind of knew what the quirks were and you were a little bit adapted to it then. And Yeah, but it, it it's, was, so, it's so frustrating that it, they have a good game fun. there but since they tried to – Use the Wii controls. Like, if they would at least give you an option to just play it with a classic controller but or you can't. You even can't just even with the, the Wii and the nunchuck without swinging them around, it would be a good game. I have no doubts about that. But trying to get all of these different Motion motions down and pressing buttons while you're doing the motions, there was one point, yeah, I, I beat Kamish four or five times in a row. And there was one point where he's like trying to show me that like the controls are, aren't, aren't good. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, look, I'm not even swinging my right, the Wiimote, yeah. which is your right hand, and your right. left hand's a nunchuck. All he was doing was swinging the nunchuck, and it was swinging his right arm in the game. Yeah. So he wasn't even moving that arm, but it, it was, was swinging with that arm. Uh, yeah, it, it just doesn't work. But uh, feel free to enter the contest and, and find out for and yourself. Find out, exactly. And, hey, at least then you won't be upset that you spent any money on it. Okay, so shopping. Let's go through this quick. Uh, obviously, we already talked about you bought 50 Cent uh, for $20 at Micro Center. You got Discworld from Guzex. Yeah, for the PlayStation 1. Universe at War and Warhammer Battle March for $5 each at Micro Center. And Medal of Honor Airborne for $5 from Kmart. Yeah, it was a pretty uh, pretty good deals week. Now, also, 
found a copy of uh, of Ico yes, at Half Price Books price. that was in perfect condition for eight dollars. And Kamish bought that from you. Yeah, I I gave that to Kamish basically. Uh. Okay, so last show we didn't have a contest, but we encouraged everybody to enter the contest we didn't have, and Gillespie pointed it out, so... Ah, uh, Gillespie. Yeah. If he hadn't gotten fired from Kentucky. <sighs> I don't know if he's going to get a Not prize that now. Gillespie. I don't care. His name's Gillespie. No, you can't fault him for having the same name of the not good coach at Kentucky. I'm sure he's related. If he is, no prize. Yeah. I haven't decided what I'm sending you yet, so... That might have gone uh, down in value. Just because of UK basketball. Uh, last show's contest, again, not one. This week's contest, Ready to Rumble Revolution for the Wii, courtesy of Atari. It's fantastic. Yeah. Great prize. What other Dreamcast would you like to see given new life on the Wii? What other Dreamcast game would you like to see given oh, new life sorry. on the Wii? Yeah, that's, that's, they knew what I was talking about. There'll be a thread up, and you can post your uh, picks there. Okay, so now we got to talk about the new releases because there were a lot of them, and this is not going to be a four-hour show. Yeah, the way that we're actually going to handle this, we're, we're doing two weeks' worth of releases, so last week's and this week, because last week had a lot of games because it was the end of the uh, first financial quarter for a lot of companies. Right. So they were getting product out there. Um, and the way we've set it up is we're still going to go through the same like multi-platform and then the systems like that, but we're going to talk about the games that are coming out this week on – each little section first, and then okay. the games from last week. All right. Well, let's get started. Uh, yeah. First up, we have Don King Boxing, another boxing game for the Wii. Hopefully it controls better than Ready to Rumble. I've heard that it does slightly. Um, it also uses the balance board, so you can kind of uh, dodge out of the way by leaning your weight. Huh. Um, kind of an That's interesting intriguing. idea. Uh, this is, of course, for the Wii and the DS, and it's it came out on the 360 and the PS3 as Don King's Prize Fighter, but they tweaked things and made it more more for the Wii. Okay. Uh, so it's a little different. Yeah, it's a little different. I, I still think you're probably better off waiting for Punch-Out, which is coming out in May. Moving on to the next game is Guitar Hero Metallica. That is exactly what it sounds like. Um, it is not a band that I enjoy particularly. No, I mean, it's not bad, and I think a lot of the songs will be fun. But I don't. I don't know. We did. I, I just. Do we even own the Aerosmith? Yeah, we own is our that Aerosmith. Rock band or Guitar Hero. That is Guitar Hero. Okay. So far, uh, Rock Band had ACDC. Right. Which we did not have that because that again is a band that I don't particularly enjoy too much. Yeah, I mean, this stuff is all going to kind of be dependent upon whether or not you really how much you like the particular band. Right. Like I'm good with a couple Metallica songs in a whole Guitar Hero game, but not... Mixed in. Yeah, I mean, you have 49 songs on here. 28 are Metallica, and 21 are bands that they like or influence them. And I looked through those, and even though I liked some of those bands, like Foo Fighters and Social Distortion and everything... Still didn't see enough to make, yeah. Well, they picked songs by those bands that I didn't particularly like. Oh, well. So it fit their type of musical style. Right. So Metallica fans will probably like it. They... One thing that they really added was you can play double bass on the drums now. So you have to buy another uh, kick pedal. Right. But since that is a very Metallica-type sound, right? they've added that. Uh, it is $57 at, at Amazon, uh, and it's coming out for the 360 PS3, and the Wii version is 47 Well, moving on to Leisure Suit Larry, box office 
bust. Yeah, for the 360 and the PS. These games have PC, been out forever. Uh, yeah, this is a long-running series, of course. Uh, this is uh, the second in the series to star Larry Lovage, which is Larry Laffer's nephew. Okay. Uh, the last one was set at college, and okay. this one is set uh, at a movie studio. And it's very much like the last game, and then it's an adventure game, and you go around and you play mini games. But the mini games look better this time around. But of course, it's got the same raunchy humor and right. double ent- entendres and everything that I think most people realize what the humor is. Yeah, only thirty <laughs> leisure suit Larry game. Yeah, only thirty dollars for uh, the three hundred and sixty and twenty dollars for the PC. So it's a budget title. So the next one is Broken Sword Shadow of the Templars, which is coming out for the Wii and the DS. DS, and it's pretty much a re-release of the original Broken Sword that was out for the. Xbox. No, this was all the way back to the PlayStation 1 and PC. Yeah, okay. This is the really old Broken Sword. The one that I got stuck on. Yes. And this is a bit of a director's cut of sorts. Well, they're point-and-click adventure games, so I like them. And they had good storyline, and they looked nice, and I had fun playing it. But I just got stuck to a point where I couldn't get the game to progress. And I don't know if we couldn't figure out if it was a glitch or if we couldn't find in GameFAQs what I was supposed to be doing or... But I just kind of gave up and moved on. But um, definitely a good title, and I would probably like to play it more on the DS. I would agree with that. I think uh, it's coming out for fifty dollars for the Wii, and I think that's a little bit pricey I think for twenty-seven it. for the DS is a little pricey. Yeah, this is a pretty old game. It's gonna fall in price. Yeah, this this is a uh, probably ten-year-old game by now, at least. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Echoes of Time came out last week. Um, it's an RPG on the DS, obviously, Final Fantasy. Um, I I think it looks good to me. I don't, I don't know. This isn't a series, even though everyone's encouraged me to get in, especially to the Crystal Chronicles. Um, Those I, are the I more action-oriented ones, I think. Crystal right. Chronicles? Yes. Um, um, yeah, I've never played a Crystal Chronicles game. I've played plenty of Final Fantasy games. So I'm looking forward to it, and I think it'll be worth it. Now, are you lo- looking for the DS version or the Wii version? Because they, they play together, I believe. Like they're... DS. Okay. All right. Um, you also had Monsters vs. Aliens. Yes. Um, and it's been a while since I actually remembered looking this up. Uh, it's a platformer. It's a platformer based on a kid's movie. Um, but this one definitely is a platformer that is geared toward a pretty young audience. So if you have kids, it might be a good game to pick pick up. But other than that, I don't really see it having an audience that coincides with cheap ass. Yeah, you know what didn't have a game with it? Duplicity. You know, you have made me go see so much crap. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I wanted to go see something else. Other than Monsters vs. Aliens on the night it opened. There was a lot of kids there. I didn't want to go yeah. see Monsters vs. Aliens the night it opened. Okay, but, so uh, what else did you want to see? No, I I thought Duplicity looked okay, but it turned out not to be. Well, at least there was popcorn involved, so there's always a plus there. Um, so moving on, Samurai Showdown Anthology. Yeah, this came out for the PS2 and the PSP last week. Uh, on the PS2, it's only $15, so I think that's the version to get. Um, it has ports of 1 through 6 and 5 special, so that, by my math, means 7 games. 
of Samurai Showdown, which is that a good uh, a good two D fighting game. Um, I played this a lot in college my freshman year because we my roommate had a three DO, and so this was the only game that was good for the three DO. Hmm. Now I'm gonna I, I'll be really surprised if I get three DO hate for for bagging on that system. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't much good about that system. No. Uh, Stormrise came out last week. Now, is this a PC game? Uh, it's a 360 PC and PS3 game. Okay. Uh, it's a real-time strategy game, but it, it kind of looks like an action game at the same time because it's not like you're up in a god view. You're not looking down at little things uh, moving around. Right. You're actually a kind of aliens-looking guy on the battlefield. So okay. it, it's a futuristic setting, and it all works by kind of light, line of sight where you're going to tell people to go to. So it matters where, like, climbing up on things to get your viewpoint is important. Okay. And you just kind of, like, flick the stick in the in the direction that you want people to go or move. Um, I understand what you're saying. It just still sounds boring. Like It might be. I, I don't – it doesn't I remember, appeal to me as a strategy game. I remember being extremely confused when they were showing us this at E3. Okay. Uh, so – but it, it looks nice. Um, it's getting – I don't know, sixes or sevens, I think, for reviews. So it's worth a shot if it sounds interesting to you, I guess, at that, at that point. If that's your and genre. It is a uh, $60 game, but Amazon has it right now for $48 for the 360 and the PS3. Okay, Wanted Weapons of Fate came out last week. Yeah, another uh, game that Amazon has on sale for right now, for the 360 version at least, it's $43 when it's usually $60. Uh, the PS3 is 57 and this is a third-person shooter based on the Wanted franchise, right. which we saw that movie. It, yeah. was, it was okay. Um, it was okay. Yeah. It, this is – I kind of feel the same way about the game. They've made bending a bullet about as boring as possible, which <laughs> – like that's the main thing about Wanted that kind of makes yeah. it cool. Yeah. So what they turned it into is kind of a cover-based shooter where – you're hiding behind cover and you build up a meter so that you can perform either a slow-mo move or bending the bullet. Which we've had games with bullet time before, which in a game is just about the same thing. Yeah, and we've had so we've had I, games where you've basically bent bullets, like in Heavenly Sword where you were steering the, right, the arrows. I, I don't know. I, it, it seems like this movie at least relied a lot on the effects and the people that were in it and didn't deliver as far as plot or yeah well I don't know, the funny thing wise. is when you're watching the movie the whole time i was watching the movie i was like man this this i don't know if this is that great of a movie but this seems like a really cool idea for a video game like it right the movie itself it's got the plot level of a video game yeah it does <laughs> it's not all that deep no and <laughs> so to bend the bullets all you do is hit a button and then with the right analog stick, you just kind of like make a trajectory where it right. puts a line on the screen. And yeah. then it's an automatic kill because it, it tells you when it's going to hit somebody. Right. So it's it's not very good. Well, uh, Wheelman came out last week as well. Yeah, starring Vin Diesel. This, <laughs> this is a uh, car combat game kind of. Uh. Um, it's it's okay. It's, it's very arcadey. So you can fight with the car. Okay. So... By that, I mean when cars come up next to you, if you press left or right on the analog stick, mm -hmm. it makes your car kind of shift in that direction so you run into them. So your car kind of like bounces back and forth. 
Versus just steering in that direction? Yes. This is a more aggressive, like all four wheels going to the right at once. Okay. And he can also shoot. He can he can get out the window and and shoot. And he can also jump from moving one moving car and carjack another moving car. So is this game at at all worth fifty six dollars for the three sixty or fifty dollars on your PC? No, this is more of a twenty dollar Right. Okay. See that's the purpose of our show. Don't buy this game until it drops to twenty dollars. Uh WWE Legends of WrestleMania. Wow, Uh, there's a lot of Stupid stuff out last week. <laughs> it was a lot of uh, I wouldn't call it stupid stuff, but it's it's mediocre. There's a lot of mediocre stuff. Yeah, I think there's fun to be had in a lot of these games, but they're just not AAA experiences, <laughs> uh, which does make them more difficult to preview. Yeah, WWE Legends of Wrestling has a great roster of past uh, wrestling stars. Okay. The I'll take actual your word wrestling for it. to it, I played the demo. I don't like this style of wrestling. Okay. Uh, it's very slow and kind of cumbersome. Like there's a bunch of different combinations you have to learn, and there's it's just too much. I I prefer more fast pace, like just a couple of buttons. Um, but it could be worse, I guess. Uh, there was actually a sale on this yesterday where it was forty dollars uh, on Newegg. Oh. But it was just a one-day deal. And now that's over. Now it's over. Best price for it now is $57 on Amazon. Um, it's going to come down in price. So, Okay, so moving on to games that just came out for the Wii. We have Dance Dance Revolution Disney Grooves Bundle, which is um, Dance Dance Revolution, great franchise. Disney, great franchise. These are like... Traditional Disney songs. Yeah, right? th- this isn't like uh, the Disney Channel, like this Hannah Montana like, and stuff. Right. This this is older Disney songs like Zippity Doo Dah, and there's like stuff from movies and stuff on there too. Right. So uh, there's like Lion King songs and that type Aladdin, of thing. Aladdin, I'm sure, and Little Mermaid. Yeah, that it's that type of of uh, Disney, and it, the bundle comes with two dance mats, and it's now, seventy bucks. The last Disney Dance Dance bundle became very difficult to find. The that was was there one? Yeah, that was the one that was on the PlayStation One. Yep, and it's really difficult to find. Yeah, they they came out with actually a plug and play version of that. Uh, yeah, last year I think. But yeah, uh, I don't. I mean, maybe this one will come, become hard to find. I don't know. That was when the Dance Dance franchise was really at its high point. Yeah, before Guitar Hero kind of came in and stole the rhythm It was uh, new. It was different. It was in all the arcades. People liked to play it at Dave & Buster's, and everyone wanted it at home. And now it's, yeah. It's kind of lost a little bit of its luster, I think. Yeah. But another music game that's coming out this week for the Wii is Major Minor's Majestic March. You got through that without stuttering or missing the words up. Good job. Oh, yeah. Say that four times fast. Ah, it's not that bad. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I played this a little bit at E3. It looks like a kid's game. Is it a kid's game? Mm, Hard to say. I I kind of... It's it's by the same uh, uh, art uh, art director, like artist, as Parappa the Rapper. Okay. And it also has the same uh, lead designer from Parappa the Rapper. Um, But it's it's not that good. You are a cat who is leading other animals in a marching band. <laughs> and so with the Wiimote, you have to make these motions up in the air like you're, you are leading them with the baton. Yeah. So depending on how fast you basically stroke up and down is how, the, how fast the group walks. 
And so you have to keep them in time with that. And then you'll come up, as long as you're doing a good job at that, you'll come along other people that are just standing alongside the road and you'll point at them and they'll join the band. That sounds really boring. It, yeah. In the version I played at E3, it wasn't very responsive either with the controls. Great. It it's yeah. I well that this was is a the type while of game, ago though. I mean that was almost a year ago. Hopefully the controls have tightened up. It was, but it, even if they have, it's still not still that interesting boring. in the game. It is. <laughs> it is very and it's tiring to sit there and just like move your arm up and down for the whole game. Okay. Well, what else is tiring is Gold's Gym Cardio Workout from last week that's coming out for the Wii. Uh, we don't have Gold's Gyms anymore. They're all urban active. Yes. Apparently they still exist somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Nothing I really know about that. It does it rebalance the balance. board. Yeah. So it's another one of those. Uh, See, cardio, I, to me, I could not use the balance board for cardio because I would be stomping through it and it would break. Well, yeah, I don't it's, know. It looks like it has a a uh, jump rope involved. and it, it actually says on the box, bonus VIP Gold's Gym seven-day membership. Great. Okay, well, I don't see you or I getting that game, but no. um, it's available if that's your sort of Yeah, it's thing. a $30 game, so at least it's not full price. Uh, MotoGP08 came out last week. Um, Motorcycle racing on the Wii. Tilt your Wiimote to steer. Yeah. Hooray. For the DS, Gardening Mama, it's pretty much the same thing as Cooking Mama, only instead of putting recipes together and seeing what you've created, you're growing crops. Yeah, you're you're like mixing soil and putting seeds in the soil and mixing yeah. more soil. I mean, I like these games. They're addictive, but... Sure. They're not that that exciting to talk about. I don't that's know for that sure. they're $27.99 uh, that's the so, problem with with we or with DS game pricing right now. For me, I won't buy a DS game for more than twenty dollars anymore, just because the library is so big. Right. That there's no reason to buy something at full price because it'll eventually drop. You can't, yeah, you can't keep up with the releases on the DS. There's a million games coming out each week. Uh, there's an Atlas like, game coming out this week, <laughs> which is another place that's releasing a million games every week. Yeah, there's can, another Atlas RPG. Yeah, every week. Well, this one isn't an RPG, but it's an Atlas title. Uh, Tokyo Beatdown. It actually looks kind of fun as far as the animation style. Yeah, it's got an 80s cop show uh, yeah. feel to it. And it's a uh, basically 2D side-scrolling beat-em-up. So does it, is it supposed to be good? Uh, it looks okay to me. I mean, I haven't read any uh, full-on reviews of it or not, but I've, I've watched videos of it. And it, it looks kind of fun. It's kind of campy, as you'd expect. Kind of like, you know, Bruce Lee. Yeah, I Bruce, mean. you know, just. Yeah, kind of, it kind of does have that kind of feel. Bruce where Campbell kind of. Yeah, it's got a whole lot saying? of Bruce in like, it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. They but might as well just call this game Bruce. They, they should have. Okay, shut up. Uh, fashion Studio Paris Collection. This is like fashion plates. I loved fashion plates. Yeah, uh, you probably won't like that very much. Lux Pain. <laughs> we already talked about. We already no talked about Lux that. Pain. Came out last week. Okay, so Pokemon Platinum. I the last Pokemon game that I played for any length of time was Mystery Dungeon, um, which, which is I, a different. Right. Series, it's, basically, then, yeah. The reason why I had difficulty with uh, Pokemon Diamond is because I got really sick of the random battles that just popped up. Okay. I mean, even no matter how good you get, you can't... You would love Lux Pain. No random battles. <laughs> 
Well, the thing, like, okay, not to be talking about this game all the time, but the thing I like about Mana Kamiya is as you progress and get better, the enemies turn from red to blue. And if they're blue, you can just hit them and they die and you don't have to battle them. You're saying you can see the enemies on screen before yes. you go into battles. Yes. And not only is can Pokemon you see them. Pokemon not like that? No. Okay. Okay. It's completely random. But not only can you see them, if you're if you know you're way better than that enemy, you don't even have to fight it. You just swing your sword, it dies. It's like sure, a I've, I've, I've played I played you know RPG games like that before. Okay, so Pokemon, not so much. You have to fight them, and it's random, and it's all in different spots. And no matter where you try and walk, you're gonna get sucked into the same battles over and over and over again. And I got really bored with Pokemon Diamond. So Pokemon Platinum is the same as Diamond and Pearl. It's just got a few tweaks, a few updates. Same storyline. Apparently... New monsters, right? No. New... No. No new pocket monsters? There's gotta be. There's this guy was in the game? something new. This, this Caterpillar dude? Ah. Look at that. That's, that's Caterpillary. That's okay. his name. But see, here's the problem. It's the same stuff that came with the with Diamond and Pearl. The same thing that happened yeah. with Emerald and Ruby and Sapphire. The third version's always the same, just a little bit improved. Sure. But there's no reason unless you love the franchise so much that you're collecting all the games for anybody Which that played are. through there the first one. There are people one. that do that. I saw a blog on CAG uh, today that had his whole Pokemon collection. Yes, that was a very popular blog. It was one of the top five today. Yeah, I wouldn't badmouth bad Pokemon too much more here. <laughs> Okay. I'm just joking. Can I finish my sentence? Yes, Which you can. was, unless you're a person who wants to buy all the games, if you've already played Pearl or Diamond, there's probably not much incentive to go back through and play this game. For me, if I have not played a Pokemon, do I go to do I go to Platinum? Yeah, like, why would you not? Okay. Yeah. Right. It's the same thing. I just a question. All right, uh, moving on. You're not going to play it anyway. I The thing with Pokemon is I think I would really like Pokemon, and I know it takes a lot of time. Do you not think I would like Pokemon? No, I think you would. It, they weren't bad games. I mean, I probably put well, 10 yeah. hours into it. Yeah. I just got... I remember you liking past it. past the random battle things. That's fine. If I have to do the same thing over and over and over again, I will get bored. Which is why probably not going to like Touch Mechanic. Uh, touch Mechanic, I it was supposed to come out last week. I don't know if it actually made it on the shelves or not, but it looked interesting. So uh, I figured I'd talk about it this week, anyways. It's a car game, but it's not about racing. It's, it's more of a uh, what did you call it? Trauma Center for automobiles. Yeah, you you have your little instruments and you go in and you make your repairs and it's. It's kind of an interesting. I it's like new, the DS it's an interesting, being used for that type right, of stuff. Yeah, it's a new, new concept. Might be interesting. Not for thirty dollars though. That's no. that's got to get cheaper. A uh, PlayStation Three Command and Conquer Red Alert Three came out last week. Yeah, that has been out for a while for the PC and the 360, and it, the PlayStation Three version finally came out. It's a real time strategy game. Okay, uh, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Four. That is for the PlayStation 2, and that came out last week. Did we ever get a Naruto specialist for the show to rate all the Naruto? We talked about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Naruto <laughs> releases have been uh, they, they cut really, back a little they bit. They have. Which I appreciate. Thank you, Namco Bandai. <laughs> well, now that the first quarter's over and the recession seems to be, I don't know, maybe subsiding, that'll... 
we need more Naruto. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Mm-hmm. I think it's a direct. Um, it's probably a direct indicator of the economy. <laughs> is the number of Naruto games that come out in a month's time? Seriously, I think we need to graph that. I'll leave that up to you. <laughs> Somebody, one of our listeners, can do that. Uh, for the PSP, Major League Baseball 2K9. Yes, that is a game. It is uh, a game. Also a game for the PSP <laughs> is Tenchu Shadow Assassins, which uh, came out for the Wii, and now this is the PSP version, and it's supposed to be uh, okay if you like action games. Okay. Ski-Doo Snowmobile Challenge for the 360? Hot. <laughs> no. It's, I, it's not the it's right a, season for that. It's, it's a budget uh, snowmobile racing Named Ski-Doo? Game. Really? Hmm. Okay. So- Ski-Doo. It's a brand. I, I, it just, I don't know. Ski do snowmobile challenge. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that's just, a that's a winner there. But yeah, yeah okay. that, that's that's Sorry. a brand. All right. Well, I believe you. Uh, Popcap Arcade Hits Volume Two. What is involved in this? Peggle. Oh, I like that. Yep, Peggle, uh, Heavy Weapon, and Feeding Frenzy Two, which are all Xbox Live Arcade games that have been put on a disc for twenty dollars. Which is actually a little bit of a savings than if you bought them downloadable. Yeah, but the only one that I have played is Peggle. Uh, yeah, you might have played Feeding Frenzy a little bit. That's the one with the fish where you have to eat little smaller fishes. Yeah, but I didn't play Feeding Frenzy too. I'm sure that is vastly different. I'm sure they I'm really sure. flipped the script on they that They probably one. did. It's completely different. Almost uh, almost just a, a spiritual sequel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if it's canon <laughs> with, with the first Feeding Frenzy. I don't know. I mean, I, I might if I didn't finish the first feeding frenzy. I don't know that I. I could think they brought the they second. brought back some of the fish that died in the first one, for the second one because they were more popular. So <laughs> it, it doesn't. You can't really. You can't follow, follow the storyline. Yeah, got it. Uh, okay, so we have Treehouse Gamer previewed some PC stuff. Yeah, Dark Sector came out for the PC finally uh, as a twenty dollars game, and uh, apparently has thirty two player multiplayer. But other than that, it's pretty much the same thing that came out and that you can find for, like, $10 on the uh, 360 or the PS3 already. Uh, Death Track, Resurrection, and Last Remnant. Yeah, Last Remnant is, of course, the Square Enix RPG that was on the 360 already. And Death Track appears to be cars with explosions, if I am looking at that. But, uh, but not cars that jump to the side to side? Because we had a title earlier. It looks like they have missiles, lasers, and mines. But if they don't jump back and forth, it looks like can they attack? He is comparing it to Full Auto, which I liked Full Auto. So uh, I'm could so be glad okay. we have twenty dollars. Yeah, he, he well, writes a lot of other stuff too. There, he's, he's got some Mario Kart and cell damage and Wipeout in there and some Twisted Metal. Wow, is he, there a racing game he doesn't compare it to? I don't know. I don't think he compares it to uh, Project Gotham anywhere in there, but. But he's dropping the names. It's not so. Project Gotham. No. If you're looking for Project Gotham, not Death Trek. <laughs> okay, so on the DL, Bonsai Barber. It's a game where you... Uh, Trim bonsai trees. No, close. Oh. There's vegetables, and they want specific hairstyles. And so you trim their their leaves to get their hairstyles. And it updates, like, daily. So you have to go in and change their hairstyles and everything. I'm speechless. I, I don't know. I would be willing to spend $5 on it, but it's a $10 game. I would be willing to spend $5 on it if it were on my iPhone. 
That seems to me like a game that you should be able to take and go and play for five minutes and then turn it off, which is not what I do with the Wii. Yeah, and and the whole I don't really turn the Wii on whole, you know. But seriously, I mean, I have my phone with me twenty four seven. So downloading something like that to a phone as a cell phone game, brilliant. Turn it on, you're bored at work, you're on the subway, cut a little of carrots, give a carrot a carrot top. See, brilliant. <laughs> yes, brilliant. Uh, hmm. Maybe that's out there, I don't know. But, okay, Super Punch-Out. Yeah, that's the Super Nintendo version of Punch-Out, <laughs> uh, which, of course, is coming out because... Uh, the uh, Wii version of Punch-Out! is going to be coming out soon, and they want to uh, get people uh, reminded why they like the license so much. Talk, talk about the franchise. and Yeah, it's a good game. $8. Build up the hype. Uh, Bomberman 94. Yeah, we're into the games that came out last <laughs> Holy week. Holy cow, that is 15 years ago. That is a long time 94 ago. 94 was 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, this is another TurboGrafx-16 Bomberman uh, there's already Bomberman 93 on the Virtual Console, and this is the third Bomberman that you can download on the Wii now. And uh, at this point, it might be a little bit saturated for, for Bomberman. You think the market's there might saturated? Be a, there might be a few too many Bombermans <laughs> for $7. Do you think uh, that the casual gamer can tell the difference between 93 and 94? And... The casual gamer, no. I'm sure the tournament-level Bomberman Players they kick uh, my butt when I play. Would would tell us yes, the ninety four is far superior for from ninety three for a myriad of reasons. It's like a fine wine. Yes, <laughs> only the numbers go in the opposite direction. Yes, you have, you have the Bomberman ninety four. Yeah, I, I would like a glass of the Bomberman ninety three, please. Uh, also, last week for TurboGrafx sixteen for seven dollars was Datana Twinbee, which is a uh, shmup. Which was actually uh, pretty good for back in its time. It's kind of colorful, eh, kind of fanciful. It looks colorful and happy on the. Uh... Yeah, it's a happy shmup. Well, that was the, you know, the. I'm trying to put what I'm saying into words here. That would be good. The era, era is the word I couldn't come up with of Mario, meaning everything was red and yellow and green and blue and happy. Primary colors. Yeah, it looks like a happy game. Games like. Um, Lux pain and just wouldn't have, you know. It just, it's not the same if the people are infected with worms that make them want to kill themselves and it's red and yellow and green, rainbow colors. It just doesn't have the same feel. No, it doesn't. I, 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 <laughs> I don't think they've taken Mario in a suicide, suicidal tendency uh, no, they haven't. realm yet. See, that's a whole new area that Nintendo's got just untapped. <laughs> Looking for those mature games on the Wii. <laughs> with uh, Mario. Yeah. That's brilliant. Okay. Well, one uh, thing that came out of the GDC this past week was that they have they're having arcade games on the Virtual Console now. So some of those came out last week, and that all came around with the same thing where now you can play games directly off your memory card. Yes, which, mean, which meant means that I can actually buy can, something. Right, now. you could buy stuff and not have to worry about what you were going to delete and reinstall. And yeah, so so good move there. Yeah. Um, as far as the arcade games that came out last week, we'll go through these all at the same time because none of them yeah, are it, any of my favorites. There's Gapless, which uh, is a is the third Galaga, basically. Okay. Uh, there's Mappy, which I don't like Mappy. Mappy's a really bad platformer. Okay. Um, there's Star Force, which is a generic shmup. Okay. And then there was Tower of Druaga. Which, uh, that one I've heard of. Yeah, that that's a uh, single-player type of gauntlet game, the old-style gauntlet where you're top-down in a maze. Uh, kind of medieval setting. Yeah. 
so that one's fine. And then the WiiWare game for last week was Pop 'em, Drop 'em, same game, which is Collapse. So oh. the, the puzzle game Collapse. I like the title. Uh, sure. What's with the same game part of it? Uh, same game is the uh, name of that game. Oh. Like Collapse. We know it as Collapse, but it's, but it's same also game? same game. I, I don't know. I think it's same two different companies. Same. I don't get the title. Same game is that you're trying to match up the colors that are the same. Oh, okay. So they disappear. Huh. I have trouble with that. But all right. <laughs> I'm getting really tired. I, I, I can tell. It. We're getting it, near it, the when, end here, When though. same game doesn't make sense to my brain, we got problems. <laughs> uh, this <laughs> week for the PlayStation Network, Frisky Tanuki tells me that Comet Crash is coming out, which it's another uh, desktop tower defense. Risky Tanuki has given us tips. I actually PM'd him and said, listen, tell, tell me what's coming out for the PlayStation Network. We're all depending on you. he always knows. Yeah, exactly. He always comes in on Thursday and says... He goes, why don't you talk about the PlayStation games? <laughs> yeah. And we're like, we don't get those emails. So he won't send them. Yeah, which... Uh, I, he's our contact. He's our, he's our contact. I'm depending on him each week to get us the PlayStation Network games, Sweet. which I'm sure there's probably does some more stuff. Does he want to take over the Naruto section as well? I, I don't know if he's a Naruto guy or not. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah, this is another <laughs> desktop tower defense with a futuristic setting. It's got three-player co-op and four-player multiplayer, so you can actually send waves of enemies uh, into the board and everything. So it, it looks okay. I don't know a price on it. Uh, hopefully they put out a demo. But... Um, Ooh. What can you do? There's Burn Zombie Burn, which was last week's game. <laughs> that sounds like a great title. It is a great title. Uh, it's similar to Monster Madness. Which wasn't very good. Yes. Uh, it looks like it would be a dual-stick shooter, but it's not. It's a single-stick shooter, and then you point in the direction, and you uh, you press a button to fire See, in that I direction. See, I like that. I think I might like this. Uh, well, I don't know if there's a demo or not. Uh, I don't think there is. Hmm. But uh, I'll have to read some reviews to see if it, if it actually turned out well or not. More Worms? Uh, worms, yes, came out for the PlayStation Network last week for $13. Not Mealworms? No. <laughs> not Mealworms. <laughs> not the sequel Mealworms. Uh, it's the same game that was on Xbox Live Arcade. Uh, which we played. Yeah, which we played. Too. The Xbox Live Arcade game is only $5 now. Okay. So if you have both systems, I don't know why you wouldn't go with the yeah. live arcade version, but uh, it's a good game. It's a fun game. And Platypus? Uh, Platypus came out. That was a PSP game that uh, it's – you've seen it before. It's the claymation scrolling shooter. Okay, yeah. Um, I liked it just because it looked nice to me. Yeah, I'm it, not a big scrolling shooter fan, but – Yeah, it, it looks nice. Uh, apparently, it's nothing fantastic, but it's now $10. I know Kmart has it on sale, the UMD release, for $6, so you can get it cheaper there. Um, and then for the Xbox Live Arcade this week, there's the Dishwasher Dead Samurai, okay. which is the XNA game that got turned into a full-on Xbox Live Arcade game. It's a 2D uh, action game where you are a undead samurai that happens to be a dishwasher. Hmm. Uh, and it's really fun. Like it's got a, a quirky little art style and yeah, and there's it's... blood spray spraying everywhere. Uh, it's different. I can see why they chose to turn that into a fully developed. Well, yeah, because it came out this week that nobody's buying Xenia games either. <laughs> like there, there were companies saying that they they had gotten like seventy something paid downloads or something on on one of their games. Oh my! Well, if we're not buying Xenia games, who is? Who is? 
I don't know. Yeah, but but this one looks good. It's got two player co op, both local and online, and it's got a got modes where you can use a guitar control controller to uh, shred some riffs or something. What does XNA stand for? Uh, I don't remember what it is. X. I don't know. It's a development suite. Right. Where I just didn't know what it stood for. I I don't have it off the top of my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uno Rush came out last week. Which I saw you playing this, and it it's, it's it's like Hyper Uno. Yeah, it's a little weird. I'm not sure that I would enjoy it because it's fast, and I don't like really fast card games. Yeah, but... not not nearly as kind of casual and soothing as normal Uno. No, it's, it's all about how you organize your cards in your right hand. at the beginning. If you don't organize them correctly, you're done. But yeah. there's a demo. Yeah, there is a demo. Uh, I think the the bad part about this is it's a ten dollar game when it needs to be a five dollar game because I don't think you can build up the community for this game at ten dollars. Which this is all about. The reason the original Uno succeeded was that everybody had it. Oh yeah, it was so, so much fun. Yeah, everybody on your friends list had it, so it was just like, hey, let's go play a game of Uno. Right. You're not gonna go, hey, let's go play a game of Uno Rush because everybody's gonna say, oh, yeah, I, I, d- I didn't buy that. Yeah. Well, we went through a lot of games kind of quickly at the end there, but hopefully you got some information regarding what you should and shouldn't buy, which is the whole point of the show. Um, If you're going to eat mealworms, the Mexican spice flavor seems to be the the flavor of choice, although I personally, the cheddar flavor made me want to puke even more. Barbecue? Barbecue mealworms? Don't smell them! Ew! No! (laughs) I wanted to throw them away today. Uh, we'll, we'll throw them away after this. How about that? Because I don't, I don't what, feel comfortable sending them out to somebody as a prize. No, because then somebody's going to get sick and you're going to feel bad. And yeah. what's going to happen if you leave them here is one of the cats is going to eat them. And I don't really know what mealworms do, especially Mexican spice mealworms. But uh, I'm gotta, guessing that's not going to come out very well. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, wrapping up the show, as always, we're sponsored by GoDaddy. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blogcast, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of CAGCAST CAG4Play, enter code GAMER1, that's G-A-M-E-R-1, and get your .com domain name for just $7.49 a year. Some restrictions apply. See their site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. So I forgot to tell you that at work today, um, the rescue organization that we work with, uh, the... um, our office manager was mm-hmm. renewing her uh, website domains. Okay. Did you get her sign up? <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, she was on the GoDaddy site. And I was like, hey, I got a code for that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Keep, keep bringing that money. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you do? I'm like, yeah. Hold on. Wait, I can't remember what it is. And then I'm like running through the spiel in my head. Get your piece of the internet. It's G-A-M-E-R-1. <laughs> That's Gamer1. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, it was good. I like that. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. That's fun. Hope slew a domain names. Uh, Great. I know. (laughs) As always, uh, check us out or leave us feedback on iTunes. Um, Check out the written version on CAG. Check out the CAG cast. A lot of checking things out this week. And if you have questions, comments, email us at shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com. Don't forget to enter the contest, which we do have this week. We've got two of them. Yes. For the DSi swag and for Ready to Rumble Revolution for the Wii. (laughs) 
I'm not sure which is the better prize. I have to go with the uh, lanyard. You were talking up that lanyard pretty heavily. It's a good lanyard. It's 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 stylish, yes. It is stylish in a geeky sort of way. So anyway, we will see everyone next week. Have a great day. Bye.